0: Murder. Murder. ba da Welcome to Death Do Us Part podcast hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey. What's going on, baby?
1: Uh, well, we gotta start with some yucky some, news. Some bad news,
0: yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, wanna, do you wanna go first? No, you go, go ahead.
1: So, for those of you that are Facebook friends with us, you know, um... Mark and I lost a very, very good friend last week mm-hmm. um who happens to be the husband of one of my best friends who right. I work with. Um he was a Patreon. He was. He listened. He loved when you did the fucking vape voice. No. Nope. Which she was doing yesterday. She started she made herself laugh. So I mean, you know. Um know. good guy. Loved one of the by best dudes. Many. Um I've known him for thirty years.
0: Was a fireman.
1: Yep, yeah, he was the chief of a local fire department.
0: And I worked with him before that.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he was a fireman in one of the towns that we cover. Yeah, paramedic, taught at the fire academy. Um, had he's got two babies. Yeah. Two little babies.
0: A Five year old and a two year old.
1: So. They uh. They 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 don't get it yet, you know. No. no. And and they won't and. It's a blessing and a curse, you know? Yeah. Um, But he's never... His memory's never going to die. They're going to know who Daddy was. Yeah. So...
0: Well, he's going to be remembered for... Yeah. For a long time.
1: Um, I will say, though, the absolute grace and strength that she has shown going through this is just immeasurable. Yeah. Um, You know, we had to explain a couple things to... I had to explain a couple of things to Leah. She was old enough to understand. Right. Jax really wasn't. Um, but you know the kids were at the wake, and the way she was explaining things to the kids, I I just I don't I don't know how she did it. So she's hanging in there. She's doing okay. But she killed me when I asked her if she needed anything, and she said, "We all know the one thing I need is my person." Yeah. And he's being taken away from me, so.
0: I know. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. He's such a good dude. Yeah.
1: He was. He was my Teddy.
0: Yeah. I know.
1: He was my Teddy.
0: He was all of our Teddy.
1: Yeah. I called him Teddy. He called me Pookie. <laughs> For years. <laughs> yeah. Years and years and years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, If you guys could just keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Yeah. You know, they're they're good people, mm-hmm. so...
1: The littlest one. His, he keeps going around daycare. Yeah. My dad died. <laughs> oh
0: my God, that's so bad. <laughs>
1: and they're like, honey, we know. And he's he goes up to somebody, my dad died. <laughs>
0: oh my God. It's funny, but heartbreaking yeah. at the same time.
1: And then when I got to the wake, the five-year-old. Yeah. She gave me a big hug. And then she decided that this is, she wanted to talk to daddy. So she went up and she talked to daddy and she said, I want to kiss his hand. And I died a little inside. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a good guy.
0: Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just don't understand life.
1: Nobody does, you know? You
0: know? Like, I had a, a lot of survivors go, why did I live? Yeah. In, No, she's a 30-something-year-old widow. Yeah, and I still get to see my family. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I don't know. But yeah, if you guys could please keep them in your thoughts and prayers.
1: Yeah. Good people.
0: Hmm. Yeah, really good people. And your mom, I
1: got to give a little shout-out to your mom. Yeah. She's so, like, old school. Yeah. So she lives in the town that he was fire chief of right and she she didn't know him she'd never met him right didn't know his wife you know knew that his wife worked with me but right. her mentality was somebody higher in the town yeah died and she needed to go she
0: had to go yeah
1: and she did she went up and she said you know hello to his wife and that she was praying for her and yeah it was so funny because she was like, your mother-in-law was here. And I was like, she did come. <laughs> oh <my laughs> she's like, it's so stinking sweet how she was just like, we're 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 all from the same town. We're all in this together. So, yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. That was cool of her. So. Are uh, you doing okay? Yeah. Hmm. Well, other than that, um, I want to say a little piece. Yesterday, I had an absolute terrible day my anxiety and panic i mean you even know i was i was in bad shape yeah shit. you're having
1: a bad day we're in the middle of a season change yeah so and that's when you get hit the hardest
0: but it it it, it was bad yeah. i mean at one point i i didn't even know where i was at yeah so you know to those who are fighting something every day just take it day by day, hour by hour.
1: It does get better.
0: It does get better. I mean, I yesterday I had to take it minute by minute and just to make it through. And the one know. thing
1: I always tell you is you don't you don't have to figure out why it's happening. Right. We just got to get through it.
0: Just got to get through you know, it. That's it.
1: You're never going to figure out why it's happening. You're rarely going to be able to pinpoint what triggered it. Right. Just got to get you through it. Yeah. That's all.
0: But it it sucked. It was the entire day. Yeah,
1: it got bad at night.
0: It got really bad at night uh-huh. when I was, especially when I was driving. I yeah. lost my train of thought and I, I didn't know where I was. I missed the turn, you know. And I I was trying to keep it from jacks you know, he coming knows. from football. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, buddy, I I couldn't see, you know.
1: Well, if it makes you feel any better, babe, I miss the turn all the time. Yeah, I We've know. We've lived here but eight like, years. <laughs>
0: I get it, but like no. I, I had no clue where I was. I know at. I'm saying like
1: to keep it from Jax. Like, yeah, he yeah. sees me miss the fucking turn all the time.
0: Right, yeah. right. But, yeah. But if you're if you're fighting, just keep on fighting. It gets better. It, it does. It gets better, and you're not alone. We're we're all in this together. Yep. We all fight together, and we all got to stay together. So that's my little piece.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like I told her the other day. It takes a village it does and your village is here you know yeah. it's time for the village to take over sometimes and let them
0: right sometimes you got to i had
1: the hardest time like with you you know with people trying to help and and stuff like that i'm fiercely independent right and like all the guys that you work with they're like do you need us to fix stuff or like cut the grass or is that? And I'm like, guys, he didn't do that shit when he was fine. <laughs> I know, you know, but when like
0: when I w- wasn't in a coma, right. I never did that shit.
1: But like the other stuff, I I told her, I said, this is going to be the hardest thing for you to do. I said, but nod and smile and say thank you. Right. You know. So that's it. She came to to work yesterday, and I yeah. don't know how many people noticed, but she was she was wearing a shirt. Yeah. And his necklace. Yeah. So yeah, it, he used to wear a big like chunky like
0: oh yeah, like old school fucking Italian, Italian yeah.
1: chain necklace that we would always see because he would FaceTime her at breakfast with no shirt on. Yeah, right. So, yeah. That's my kind of peeps. Yeah. The kids are eating waffles and he's sitting there with no shirt on. So, yeah. With his big gold with, chain. Yep, yep. Big gold chain and hairy fucking chest sticking out. Oh yeah.
0: my God, did he have a hairy chest? Oh my God, yeah.
1: Yeah. He didn't care.
0: No, he did not give Mm-mm. a shit. Nope.
1: Walking around in fucking underwear. He's like, hey, Pookie. Right. I'm like, hi, Teddy. He can make a mean fucking biscuits and gravy. God.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. He and used to cook for the firehouse. she would always bring me some. She yeah. would bring me
1: some every time you made it. I'm like, yeah.
0: For it's, the it's, holidays, he would cook mm-hmm. at the firehouse and invite us over. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, was it good. So good. Yeah. That was some good shit, isn't it?
1: It's so funny, too, because, you know, his family called him. A different name than we call them. Yeah, I know. They call them my name.
0: Yeah. It's weird. It is weird.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: So anyways, we got some good stuff to drink. Yeah. Thanks to our Patreon, Roxanne.
1: Yeah. She heard us talking about uh, booze the other day
0: and ordered Crown Royal Peach for us. It
1: got literally delivered to the house as I was getting home.
0: And I thought it was a dude trying to rob the house. No,
1: and he was just waiting for somebody (laughs) with an ID.
0: That's, yeah. Yeah. Because when I saw you run back on the ring. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay.
1: I was like, hang on, Dasher. I'll yeah. get
0: it. He was very afraid of chance he, coming he through was. the window. He
1: was very nice, but he was he ran from that front door as fast yes. as he fucking could.
0: He did. You should see him like he did a, like a little wave to him. Yeah, like please don't <laughs> eat <laughs> yeah. me. Don't eat me. <laughs> God. But uh, Roxanne, it is awesome. So we're having um, a drink with you. We're having a drink with you. It's it goes. It tastes like whiskey, but then the aftertaste is peach. It, it's so crazy. Hmm. But, like, mixing it with something, like it, like an iced tea that yeah. you said, yeah. it would be fucking the bomb.
1: Because we're trash and we don't have anything to mix it with. Right. So, whenever. But, no,
0: it is it is really good. Is it? It's really yeah. good, yeah. Right. Yep.
1: yep. As you take a so sip. So,
0: cheers. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm taking a sip. Oh,
1: my God. Because... Oh, she said you could only try it if you don't tell a dad joke. Do you want to hear the joke that somebody from work just sent me? Like literally five minutes ago? What? Hang on. <laughs> What's the difference between a dollar and a pound? I don't know. I don't dollar your mom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is uh, great.
1: I was like, dude, that's phenomenal. And that like, trumps mine. He's like, I knew you would appreciate
0: that. That trumps mine. Yeah. Cause mine. Did you hear the joke about the roof? No. Never mind. It's over your head.
1: Oh <laughs> we had a fucking roof story last night at work. Why? This guy was on a roof for oh, 10, yeah. 10 hours throwing yeah. shingles like fucking ninja stars.
0: Yep. A standoff dude, in one of the towns.
1: The best fucking... He was
0: throwing shingles at at the cops. He
1: was, and he was, like, chucking them like ninja stars. Like, the way (laughs) it was described to me was frisbee-like accuracy. (laughs) And the whole time, I'm like, why didn't somebody just throw a rock at him?
0: Uh, Right.
1: Like, throw a rock at him.
0: But you can't, because, like, if you taser him...
1: They did. Twice. It didn't do anything. Now throw a rock at him. Why would you
0: tase him? uh, Like, he'll fall on his head. it was
1: 10 fucking feet off the ground. He would have been fine.
0: He, that happened in New York.
1: Ten, 10 feet off the ground. Listen, if I was the homeowner, I would have went outside with my gun and been like, you do it or I'm going No,
0: to. I get it. But New York got in trouble because yeah. they had the same thing. A guy was on, on the roof of like a convenience store. Yeah. They tased him and he went head fucking first into the, into the oh, concrete. Dude,
1: this guy ripped off half of the roof shingles. He ripped off the chimney.
0: What a dick. Yeah. And then do you want to
1: know, <laughs> after 10 or 12 hours, do you want to know how it ended? Wow! Oh. The guy said, fuck this, and jumped off the roof and ran. <laughs> I swear to God.
0: Well, how else are you going to end it, you I know? guess they were
1: all just standing there when he jumped, and then they were like, wait, wait a minute. Did he just, <laughs> fuck?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I would have
1: just went behind a tree and chucked a fucking rock at his head. I, I'm I, just saying. I probably
0: would have, too, after, like, hour five. Or,
1: like, a fucking dodgeball. You ever been hit in the face with one of them red rubber balls? Right, Dude, right. you're fucked. Fucked. But
0: to, to be out there for 10 or 11 hours mm-hmm. with this mm-hmm. nonsense. Thank
1: God it was nice out.
0: Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You're kidding me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That's nonsense. I would have
1: been angry. I, like...
0: You nincompoop. I
1: would have been to the negotiators, move. Right. I fucking got this. I got this. I got, just move. Right. And I'm going to fucking hit him with a rock. I'm going to be like, does anybody have a basketball? Like,
0: <laughs> right in the fucking yeah, face. Yeah, that would have worked. Or a yeah. football, you right know. in the
1: fucking face.
0: Or a fucking steak like Napoleon Dynamite when Jesus. he's riding the bike. Oh, <laughs> have Uncle Rico throw it at him.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Babe, it would have been great. Throw a fucking rock at his head.
0: Yeah. Something. Oh my
1: God. It would have been like me just having to pee. Right. And being like, Come okay, on, buddy. We're done. I- Come on. I got to pee. I'm hungry.
0: Yeah, we're done with my this. My monster's shit. gone. <laughs> <sighs> God. Uh, so, anyways, do we have uh, some new Patreons we, we got to shout out? We
1: have two Nickies.
0: Ooh. Who,
1: incidentally enough, spell their name the same way.
0: Wow. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Kind of weird. Mm hmm.
1: Not the same person but cool. that's not i can I can read somewhat right, I think
0: words are good words
1: are hard, man
0: yeah, they are words are really hard hard
1: yeah, mhm-,
0: we'll ring them out,
1: Nicky's, I just said Nicky,
0: yeah, but do, do they want their last names? No,
1: I don't ever do last names oh, you know okay that. Mm-mm. you yell so, at me when I say names, yeah, I know you I do, do. I don't do know.
0: well, thank you, Nicky's, what
1: both of you. Ever.
0: That's very cool of you guys. It, it Welcome is. to the family. Yes. Um, if anyone else is thinking about being a Patreon, go to www.patreon.com forward slash death do us part, the number one. O-needers. O-needers. like we always say. o Yeah, it's the number one. And you get ad free, you get a whole bunch of... Mm-hmm. Well, discounts on merchandise. Zoom meetings with us. You get Zoom meetings with us. You so. get
1: bonus episodes. Yeah,
0: you get all... No matter what tier you're on, you get the bonus episodes. And you I've get ad-free and bonus. Yeah, I've gotten a couple questions on that. No matter what what tier you have, you get ad-free and you get the bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Uh, another update, which, by the way, I just got the email. Uh, your book got delivered. Um... And they are now selling your book at Walmart.
0: Yes, they are.
1: Now, is it on the shelves or just online?
0: Babe, I don't know. I'm going to find out tomorrow. I just, I Googled it just to, yeah. like, see, and then yeah. it came up on, like, some book thrift store, yeah. and then Walmart, Walmart, and then I got to check where else. What's Amazon. It? Amazon yeah. now, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, and it should be at, like, Barnes & Noble's pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um. And
1: We're getting a lot of good feedback.
0: Uh, I'm getting a, a ton of yeah. good feedback, yeah. which makes me feel awesome.
1: One of the chicks at work got the ebook for it. The, oh yeah, o- like the audio book. Did you have it yeah. read to you? Yeah. So yeah, oh, that's cool. The dogs being
0: a butt. Oh. Uh, so yeah, it's
1: very exciting. Very exciting. I'm gonna go in and see if we can find it.
0: Yeah, I wonder if it is on the shelf. I don't know. We'll find That'd out. That'd be pretty fucking badass it, if it would. It would, would be, if, yeah. if it is,
1: yeah. We'll find out. Because you know what? What? I am off work tomorrow, tomorrow.
0: Can you believe it?
1: I don't have to set an alarm.
0: Yes, you do in the morning for my MRI. That's the only <sighs> thing. But I'm going. I'm taking myself. But you just got to call. For the insurance bullshit.
1: Okay, I'm gonna call, and then I'm going back to sleep. Yeah, I know. And the first one of you two that fucking wakes me up, bloodshed.
0: Well, I'll be gone for a while. Blood. I'm, I'm sure. Shed. I'm sure my MRI is gonna take at least an hour.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. So. Which, by the way, you cracked me up today. So Mark's at work with me, and uh, mm-hmm. he's watching me put in punches for payroll.
0: Oh, that was a big sip.
1: and he's like do you have to do this for everybody and i'm like yeah he's like how many people like 40 or 50 i'm like dude like 140 fucking people and he's like
0: now i know why you're always stressed
1: and i'm like dude this is like an hour of my day yeah. that's it
0: as that's i sit crazy. on an
1: entire pile of everything i'm glad you got to see it though because mm-hmm. now you know what little bit there was that you saw yeah
0: yeah that's nonsense i don't know how you deal with that shit yeah so. I, I would fucking send an email out, put in, fucking punch in and punch out at the right fucking time. Yeah.
1: It just, it makes it, it, like, to just put them in, it makes it easier, because then you don't have to worry about it getting kicked back. And
0: <sighs>
1: But today, we, we got have it. a very, very local.
0: Yes. Like. The town we live in.
1: Creepy fucking local. Yeah. Um,
0: like the locations we've been to, we've,
1: we have pictures, we there. Have
0: pictures there <laughs> yeah. that we took as a family.
1: Yeah. Um, some of the belongings were found like in Shorewood. Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
0: So it's, this one is close to home. Knew nothing about it. Um, who, someone wanted this either Tony or someone else wanted it. Mm-mm. They requested it to me, so that's how I knew about it. And then I googled it and yeah. was like, "Oh, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a good one." So this is fucked up.
1: I don't do trigger warnings very often.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, there's a trigger warning.
0: Really? That oh, bad? Oh, this
1: guy was fucking sadistic, and like just the things that he did. It's going to get very vulgar, and it's going to get very graphic.
0: And I wonder why it's it's not bigger than. It is. I don't know.
1: He got he got caught quick.
0: Yeah, but like but, if, if you look it up, like
1: there's not Dude, his Wikipedia page doesn't even have anything, which is yeah. insane.
0: Like there's not a lot no, it took, on it.
1: It was hard to find stuff. Hard. I did
0: it. You did it. It took you a couple days. It took
1: me a little bit. So this one took a little bit longer because it wasn't just like your typical, you can Google his name and six things come up. Right. There's
0: some You did some finance digging. guy
1: who's got the same name. So like, yeah, it, it took a little you bit. You had to
0: do some digging. I did. So Big thank you. I appreciate um, that.
1: But it is going to get very. Graphic. And very graphic. Quick. So yeah. um, the entire thing is a trigger warning.
0: Okay. So well, just, there you go.
1: It's not going to be like, oh, by the way, I'm about to say this. Nope. Just. Whole thing, whole <laughs>
0: fucking thing. All right, yeah. All righty then. Good talk. Yeah. Well, why don't you begin?
1: All right. So today we are doing the story of Milton Johnson.
0: And be careful with your glasses because oh, they. Keep I wore the it, small ones. Yeah, they keep hitting them. No, nah, I'm picking at my finger. That's probably what you hear. Oh.
1: Hang on, I need a drink.
0: Gloop, goop, goop 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 Two fucking energy drinks right now uh, at nine o'clock. Excuse me.
1: That is a sparkling water.
0: Oh, uh, okay, okay. I, I take it back then. One energy drink at what is it? Like nine thirty?
1: Babe, I have to <laughs> rage clean right now, and we have. I have so much fucking laundry to do. At this point, it would be easier for me to just buy everybody a new wardrobe. <laughs>
0: dude, you do have a lot of laundry to do. I have
1: so much shit to do. I know. In the twenty-four hours that I'm off, I know twenty-four consecutive. That I'm off as work
0: texts me. So work is texting you already.
1: Yeah, but it's not about work. Okay. Um. So a little information. Stop picking your fingers. I, know, I can't help it. Uh, a little information about Juliet, Illinois. hmm The uh, Blues Brothers. It was settled in 1833. It was named Juliet originally by James B. Campbell uh, after his daughter. Mm-hmm. It was then renamed Joliet in 1845 for Louis Joliet, which is our mall. Yes. Uh, but he was a French-Canadian explorer who first visited the area in 1673.
0: And our na- neighboring town is Romeoville. Yes. Ooh, Romeo and Juliet. That's exactly
1: why it was named Romeoville. Yep. Um, the Underground Railroad actually ran through Joliet.
0: Did it really? hmm I did not know I that. did not
1: either. Uh, it's nicknamed prison town because of the old Joliet prison, which is now closed with the blues brothers and stateville correctional center. Yep. It's also nicknamed the city of champions for all the professional athletes and high school state championships.
0: Joliet Catholic Providence. Well, Providence is new Lennox, but still,
1: I got one for you. What? Do you want to know who's from Joliet? Who? Lionel motherfucking Richie.
0: Is he really?
1: He was a tennis star at Joliet East.
0: No way! Yep. Joliet East isn't around anymore. Is no. it, it closed down. Now it's just Joliet Central and, and Joliet West. West. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nope. Lionel Richie.
0: Really? Yep. I'm. I mean, there's a lot of professional athletes from from here. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's like the, how they say like football in Texas is big. Yeah, like. This area, Joliet, Isn't New Lenox, like, it's it's like Texas. It's fucking huge. Yeah, and
1: we're the exact opposite of the athletic right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you mean by that? We suck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Meh. I used to be an athlete, but...
1: Oh, well.
0: But, yeah, it's, it's big time out here.
1: Yeah. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. The one nickname that affected people the most was given to the city by the National Enquirer, In the summer of 1983 they called it terror town usa that summer a serial killer stalked the blue collar city 17 attacks with 14 murders no mo no pattern the quote weekend murders gained intense media coverage because of what was described as quote random wholesale slaughter retired will county sheriff's attorney ed petka said quote this is just an evil person who truly gets off on the joys of brutality. But then Milton Johnson got sloppy. Too many people noticed the black pickup truck. Too many people complained about the truck's driver harassing women. And then one of them memorized the license plate. That was the beginning of the
0: Ooh. end. A dun, dun, dun. Good deal. Good <clears throat> deal.
1: Milton Johnson was born May 15th of 1950 to Mother Dolly in Millry, Alabama. Mm. Nothing is known about his father. It, it took really? days just to find this about his childhood. So, <laughs> really? Um, he's the middle child of three boys, and there's possibly a sister. His, maybe? Maybe.
0: Eh, either or. Eh,
1: his uh, mom and dad divorced when he was four. Yeah. And in 1956, his mother remarried Samuel Myers. Uh, it's possible that Dolly, his mom, was a nurse and Samuel it's worked? possible yeah we don't know Mm-mm.
0: dude th-
1: there's like nothing like about this it.
0: kills me yeah like mm-hmm. this big of a case mm-hmm. and babe could you not suck that in the microphone
1: why like you spit into the microphone
0: <laughs> I tried to do it away no you don't but you suck the vape right into the microphone
1: mm-hmm. I <sighs> done I think so I fucking hate you So Samuel worked for a traveling construction company, which means the family moved a lot, but it was mostly between, like, Ohio, Illinois, and Maryland. Yeah. Uh, In 1962, they finally settled in Joliet on the east side.
0: The east side! Which,
1: for those of you from here, you know the hill. Oh, yeah. The east side is not, um, it's it's considered the bad part of Joliet. Yeah,
0: it's the bad, quote-unquote, bad part of Joliet.
1: So school was hard for Milton. He was held back a grade and struggled to make friends. Uh, He was described as a loner, but also a school bully. Mm. However, Dolly said that that wasn't Milton at all. She described him as a mama's boy who liked to stay home and bake. Are you fucking kidding me, lady? Really? Are you kidding?
0: Really?
1: (sighs) Babe. (laughs) Stepdad Samuel described Milton as a good child who was never a problem. He was never violent or a discipline problem. He ended up dropping out of school in the ninth grade, and at 15, he was arrested for the first time for assault and battery.
0: Oh, starting off. While baking off, a cake? Starting off early. Did
1: you hit somebody while baking a cake?
0: Mm, hit him with a frying pan.
1: Mm. The charges ended up being dropped, though, for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1968, he joined the Job Corps and learned welding, He did get a job in Detroit, but by 1969, he was back in Joliet working at a steel plant. His younger brother, Louis, became a corrections officer at Stateville Correctional Center. The irony is not lost on me. All right. And the older brother, James, left the state and moved to Gary, Indiana.
0: Oh, yeah. Kind of a lateral there. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Move right back into Hmm. the fucking slums.
1: Kind of a lateral. Wow. So this is around the time that Milton started his uh creeptastic ways. He would drive around isolated areas and deserted roads that would be like lovers lanes, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh looking for couples to watch. Oh. Yeah. He Creepy. is he is the he's the boogeyman. Yeah. He is the boogeyman. Like there it, there's no way around it. Yeah. He's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so one of those places was Pilcher Park. Oh my god, we which got is, our family
0: photos mm-hmm, there.
1: Part of the Joliet Park District. It's a wooded area with beautiful scenery and multiple hiking trails. It, it really is, is it's, fucking pretty. It's gorgeous. It is. it is. They have a greenhouse there. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's just really pretty. It's
0: awesome.
1: Um, it's a popular place for outdoorsy people. Yeah. Which we are not. But the giant trees and winding narrow roads offered plenty of hiding spots for couples looking for a place to park,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is exactly what Lee Chandler and his girlfriend, Penny Williams, were looking for one night. On February 15th, 1970, the couple headed there. Now, the, temps, the temperature was still in the teens, um, so it was kind of all the more reason for them to assume that they would be alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were there for about 30 minutes when a man they had just noticed driving the wrong way down the road tapped on the window to ask if he was going the wrong way. Uh, yeah. He walked away only to return a few minutes later. He knocked on the window again and asked how long they were going to be there.
0: Oh, sir, leave. <laughs> Go away. Yeah.
1: Well, then he stuck a shotgun through the window. Oh, um, he asked That'll for money, then got in the back seat and ordered Penny into the back seat with him. He ordered Lee to lie down in the front seat facing the brake pedal. He then punched Penny after ordering her to undress. He got pissed at her because she took everything off but her slip. And Mm. he then told her he was going to, quote, fuck her.
0: Jesus. And
1: she begged him to shoot her first. Are
0: you serious?
1: He then raped raped her, forcing her to give Lee the play-by-play.
0: Oh my God. And when he,
1: she didn't give the right words, he would punch her in the face. He would say, Tell Lee what we're doing right now. And she said, We're making love. And he said, No. And she said, We're screwing. And he said, No. And he punched her in the face. And she said, We're fucking. And then he forced oral sex on her. Oh and then my made her God. tell her boyfriend that she was, quote, sucking his dick.
0: Dude, yeah. what is mm-hmm. going on?
1: He then instructed her to put her feet on the roof of the car. He grabbed the Chevy's cigarette lighter and repeatedly burned her on her chest, her abdomen, and her vaginal area while viciously slapping her.
0: This guy is nuts.
1: At one point, he hit her so hard, she cried out that her jaw was broken that she felt it snap. Milton then ordered Lee to get out and lay on the ground. He walked away for a minute, but when he came back, he ordered Lee back into the driver's side of the car because, uh, quote, because I want the shotgun blast to go through when I kill both of you.
0: Oh, my God. Lee took off. Yeah.
1: He didn't want to, but he knew this could be the only way he could save her. Yeah. So he took off running through the woods until he got to a motel, which had a payphone, and he called police. When he returned to the area, Penny and her Chevy were gone, but there was a 1963 Buick parked near where their car had been. Yeah.
0: Flip the page.
1: When Lee ran, Milton panicked. He attempted to get away in his car, but the car broke down. So he went back and took Penny's car with her in it. Jeez. He ended up running into police coming out of Pilcher Park. He really? said he was passing by and heard Penny moan and yell for help So he was taking her to Silver Cross Hospital. Wow. And then he he drove away.
0: And they let Uh, him?
1: Well, they followed him. They called bullshit and followed him.
0: Okay. Now,
1: at the same time, the officers that Lee had called confirmed that this actually happened. And got on the radio to these other officers and they're like, hey, we're looking for, you know, this girl and blah, blah, blah. So they knew it was legit. Right. Um. At Silver Cross Hospital, doctors said that Penny was semi-comatose and in so much pain, he couldn't conduct a full exam. She had teeth marks all over her chest with a bite mark completely through her breast, multiple burns to her vagina, chest, and abdomen. Excuse me. They took a cast of the bite marks Mm
0: -hmm. and it
1: ended up matching him, which they don't do that now, but um, Milton was arrested within minutes. He went into the fucking hospital with her.
0: What an idiot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then claimed what? innocence.
0: Of course, yeah, of course. Now,
1: they didn't do uh blood type. Uh, they didn't do like DNA then. It yeah. was 83. So or excuse me, it was 70. So they did like blood typing, you know, if you had the same blood type. So they found Penny's blood on Milton in multiple yeah. spots. Um, They found blood and secretions in the Chevy and on Penny that matched Milton. Mm -hmm. The shotgun found on the scene was registered to Milton's stepdad. (sighs) And the heel print that they found around there matched Milton's. Wow. He ended up being convicted of rape and torture and was sentenced to 25 to 35 years with a consecutive term of 5 to 10 years for burglary. Wow.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: He was then sent to the Pontiac Correctional Facility, Mm -hmm. where he worked in the kitchen and was considered a good worker, but also described as manipulative. Uh, He maintained his innocence through the entire time and also spoke of his desire to become a gym teacher.
0: Oh, (laughs) jeez. That's a stretch. You know? Um, A what? Sir? (laughs) What? That's a stretch. That came out of left field.
1: I feel like they frown upon misdemeanors. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: You're in jail for torture. (laughs) Like, legit torture.
0: Yeah, I don't don't think that would go well. Uh, Mm, Just saying.
1: Yeah. Now, on March 10th of 1983, he was actually released three years early. Um, He had several parole attempts that were denied, and he ended up getting released. Which, I mean, who's going to get released anyways? You know? Yeah. Um. He moved in with his mom, Dolly, and stepdad, Sam, who believed him wholeheartedly that he was innocent. Believed him completely. Are you yawning? What are you doing?
0: Yeah, I was yawning. Oh,
1: I'm like, are you going to throw up? What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was trying
0: to cover up my yawn. Mm. I took my medicine, so I'm like dozing now. But this is actually, this is keeping me up.
1: I figured you would like this one. Yeah, it's
0: a fucking great case. So, so
1: they they believed him. I mean, we've talked about this before. Um, at some point, you got to go, maybe my kid's a dick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a- after a while, <laughs> I mean, I get you love your child. I, yeah. I love our children. Yeah. But...
1: Sometimes they're dicks.
0: When they commit rapes and mm. assaults and batteries...
1: Uh, they I really, they might be yeah, an asshole. There's really no other way for his pubic hair to get on her. Right. Or her blood to get on his boxers.
0: Exactly.
1: Ma'am, got to read the room. Uh, mm, yeah. So his brother Lewis was concerned because Milton seemed to be unmotivated <sighs> and was not working.
0: Doesn't want to be a gym teacher anymore? No,
1: I guess not. Uh. Yeah. Um. So he isolated himself and he was constantly talking about police looking for a reason to send him back to jail yeah well don't give them
0: a reason yeah don't give them a reason it's very it's, simple that's that's Again, it
1: with our kids i explained to them if you don't want to be yelled at
0: then don't do don't st- give me a reason yeah. to yell at you don't do stupid shit it's very simple right
1: yeah one would think now milton had a
0: girlfriend whoa
1: it was a dietary aid in prison <laughs> When she moved back to Wisconsin, they became pen pals, and when he was released, it escalated to a long-distance romantic relationship.
0: Wow.
1: He would sometimes go to, I believe it was Milwaukee, but for the most part, she would visit Joliet. Yeah. She said things were good and described him as loving and sensitive.
0: No, I'm sniffing. I'm sorry. Sorry.
1: Oh, and my vape was the issue? (laughs) No, I'm a mess
0: right now. My allergies are attacking me now, too.
1: Or you could stop whining.
0: I I could. God, I I am a fucking whiner tonight. Tonight. (laughs) Thanks, Jamie. Tonight. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta stop whining. All right, I'm back in it. Game on. Oh, my God.
1: All right, so on June 17th, 1983... Milton followed a woman and shot out her windows while she drove home from work. Oh, she immediately reported it, um, and they ended up pulling Milton over after the fact. Yeah, but let him go because the woman reported that there were two people in the truck, and when they pulled Milton over, there was only one.
0: Yeah, sorry, that was yawn. I couldn't hold it back.
1: Again, my vape <laughs> is the problem.
0: Okay. Oh, gotcha. my God, I'm off my game tonight. Yeah.
1: So on June 24th, 1983, 68-year-old Nora Lauman and her 66-year-old sister, Zeta Bloom, were seen by neighbors between Zeta Bloom 6 and 7 washing their car. Oh. 6 and 7 p.m., excuse me. The sisters lived next door to each other on Rosalind Street. Rosalind Street? Rosalind Street. I thought it was Rosalind. I don't fucking know, babe. We don't live on it, so how would I know? Yeah. Rosalind. Fine, we'll go with that. Uh, this happened to be the same street that they grew up on, actually. Now, Nora was widowed, and neither woman had any children. Nora was a retired school teacher and both were devout Catholics. hmm They had previously been advised by a neighbor who was a cop to get a burglar alarm and weapons, but the ladies said it was too expensive and they would handle anything on their own. Oh, come on now. What's well, 83? Like in Joliet, the shit didn't happen. Yeah, yeah
0: you but know? Still.
1: So, multiple neighbors would later report hearing gunfire that night. However, it was very common in that area as most of them had backyard shooting ranges.
0: What?
1: Yeah, like just, yeah, because they were on acres.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. They weren't
1: like next door like us. I was gonna like, gonna hey, Alex, like so like, I'm going to go fire my yeah. weapon a few times. <laughs>
0: right. No. I'm going to let off a few rounds eh, here. No big deal. Right.
1: I'm going to go shoot the fish. <laughs> right. So the next morning, the newspaper delivery, I believe it was a lady, pulled into neighbor Jean Haas's driveway saying that the Lowman house was on fire. Her husband, Pete, a county sheriff, ran into the house while Jean went to Zita's house. Yeah. When Jean got to Zeta's house, she found that the dead bolted back door had been kicked in and Zeta was nowhere to be found. Ooh. She ran next door and found Pete, who told her not to go into the home because he had found the women.
0: Oh, geez. Not good.
1: At 8.20, East Joliet Fire Department arrived and contained the fire to a back bedroom. When the fire was out, uh, the fire department immediately brought the police department in. The sisters were found in that back bedroom, burned beyond belief, and would eventually be positively identified by dental records. Oh, jeez. They were placed in the 69 position with each other. What? And Nora had been violated with a turkey baster.
0: Oh my god, dude, that's terrible.
1: It was later discovered that both women had been savagely beaten and shot at close range, Nora had also been stabbed three times in the neck. Police believe the attack started at Zita's and he dragged her next door. They found on the scene lead alloy bullets, which have to be lubed before you put them in a gun.
0: They have to be lubed? Yeah, they do. Can you say that again? No. No. Mm-mm.
1: Lubed. No. On July 1st, 1983, Eric Johnson finished his um, job in Orland Park, which was uh, at a factory from three to eleven thirty.
0: My hometown, Shit, baby, worked. OP.
1: Drove home in a downpour. He found his nephew still at the house babysitting his son, who uh, would be turning one the very next day.
0: Yeah.
1: Eric's twenty-year-old wife, Terry Lynn, had gone out with friends, so him and his nephew hung out for a little while, and Eric went to bed at about three a.m. with no Terry Lynn, still. Uh, On the 2nd, the next day, Eric woke up to know Terry Lynn. He drove around Lockport around noon and found her Blue Dodge van across from the Lockport Moose Lodge. Yeah. He eventually got the family to um, help look. Hang on. Oh, sorry. Um,
0: Brain fart. Around
1: 5 o'clock, he ended up filing a missing persons report with the Will County Sheriff's Department. Yeah. Yeah. He said that this was especially out of character for Terry Lynn because it was her son's birthday that day and they had a party scheduled. Um, he also mentioned that she had cheated previously and he questioned the paternity oh, of the child. Yikes. She worked at White Hen as a clerk and went by the uh, alias Athena.
0: God, I miss White Hens. No, I loved were the
1: them. shit. There was one by my dad's house. We used to walk there. There
0: was one by my house. We would walk to to the Walmart
1: and then the White Hen. Like when Walmart wasn't like Walmart, it was like,
0: dude, White Hen, their pre-made sandwiches—they were great. Yeah. Oh.
1: So she went by Athena after allegedly running away from home when she was like 50. Um. Now at the same time, 34-year-old business owner Ken Chancellor also went missing. He was married, but constantly cheating on his wife.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Uh,
1: His wife, Anna, attempted to page him several times on July 1st, and he was always one to call back. Um, She ended up filing a missing persons report on July 2nd and was told by the state, she went to the state police, that she needed to file with the county. Yeah. She also found out while following... Filing. Thank you. The missing persons report... Um, that his car had been towed. Hmm. Uh, the car was towed to Freddy's Towing in Tinley Park, which is still a place, by the way. Yeah, um, it is. It was is. a 1979 black Pontiac Bonneville, and it was actually her car. Okay. So um, they ended up going to look. The lot was closed, but she could see the car, and there was no visible damage yeah. to the car. Now, police start to wonder if Ken and Terry Lynn knew each other. Right. No, it's not something that happens a lot in this area and really? figured give it a shot
0: stranger things have happened
1: so they ended up questioning his secretary sharon who recognized terry lynn from the white hen but didn't think that she had ever been to ken's office uh the investigation quickly led police to a local denny's to question terry lynn's first baby daddy
0: yeah
1: uh he said the last time he spoke with her was at the end of april and she told him that she was dating a Greek business owner who owned three restaurants in Joliet in Will County. Mm. Uh, it wasn't him.
0: Oh. Spoiler alert. Yeah.
1: Now, Anna and her friend searched the area and the bars around 179th and Wolf, um, which is where the car was towed from. Okay. This was six blocks away from where we used to live.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so-
1: it is. It is. Um, this area was not built up at all and back then was known kind of as a lover lover's lane.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, on July 3rd, Anna went back to the tow lot and was finally given access to the car. In it, she found clothes and condoms in the trunk <sighs> and a card from Athena with blood on it. There was blood on the floorboards and his jacket and keys were in the back seat. They went to a local coffee shop to chat And it turns out that this coffee shop was owned by an off-duty Orland police officer. Really? Who was like, well, I'll come help you look. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go look. Come on. So him and Anna's brother-in-law went looking on their own and ended up finding Ken on the south side of 179th Street. So Ken was in rigor and had maggots in his nose and mouth but no defensive wounds and what appeared to only be one gunshot wound to the chest.
0: Yeah.
1: Cook County took over the investigation at this point. And, um, Anna's brother-in-law told them that Ken and Athena had been seeing each other, which was apparently a secret. That wasn't a great fucking secret. Yeah. And he knew that Ken had plans to see her on the first, Hmm. uh, the car had been towed by Mokina, Esda, which is emergency services and disaster agency. Yeah. Uh, because of flash floods and high water, uh, the the couple had been seen together on the first at a place called Bruin Chew, <laughs> leaving hey. at ten fifteen.
0: All right, that sounds kind of cool.
1: Anna's purse was found in the area on July second. And on July 4th at 1.06 p.m., she was found in a drainage ditch on 179th Street on the Will County-Cook County border.
0: Oh my God, that's right where our condo was. Mm -hmm.
1: She had been shot in the back and had 11 lacerations to her head with three skull fractures, two of them being to the back. Damn. Um, She had an abrasion to her middle finger and a bruise to her left cheekbone. With several bite marks that they attributed to insects. Because I mean, it's a lie.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, the same pathologist did both autopsies and concluded, quote, the bullet recovered from the body of Kenneth Chancellor had first passed through Terry Lynn Johnson. So.
0: Raise your microphone up. There you go.
1: It went through her into him.
0: Wow. Which is
1: exactly how he wanted to shoot the couple in
0: 1970. Holy
1: shit. Yeah. They called it the, quote, double death bullet.
0: Hmm. Yep. Well, that's kind of a cool name. On July 9th,
1: 9th, 1983, 19-year-old Darien resident Ann Shoemaker was at a party um, at a farmhouse northeast of Joliet. She had recently broken up with her boyfriend and needed to vent. So her and her girlfriend went for a walk. Um Around Homer Township, along Bruce Road. Oh my
0: God! Yeah, all this is fucking I, right here. I was here. picturing it as I was writing. Yeah. It's very weird. Oh, this because is it creepy. wasn't like
1: built up then. You know, like it, it, it wasn't. was just farmhouses.
0: It was ex- yeah. yeah, and now it's huge. Yeah. there's oh my God, subdivisions everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. So they were walking down the street when a truck sped past them, going fast enough to kick up dirt and gravel. Um, who slowed down long enough to kind of check the girls out. Mm -hmm. He then made several similar passes and noted that there was only one person in the truck, but also noticed that there was a cap on the back of the truck, which I guess for that time was weird. And there was a door on the cap that was wide open. Really? So they made it back to the house they were at and they were sitting in the driveway talking when they saw the truck coming back. So they hid. Yeah. They then started to think that this was a prank. So they got in their car and followed the truck.
0: Oh, what a bad move.
1: Uh, So they played a little game of like cat and mouse until the girls finally got scared and went to the house of a few male friends. Yeah. The truck appeared and slowed down before speeding away. Mm. The male friends followed the girls back to the party and saw the truck at Bruce Road pulled over with the hood up. Anne and her friend uh, Todd gave similar descriptions of the male. Uh, he was between 5'8 and 5'9, 180 to 200 pounds, and was wearing a red and black flannel and dark pants. Anne memorized the truck and wrote down the license plate number.
0: Good job.
1: And tucked it away in her purse.
0: Good job. Just right on.
1: Kept it there. It comes up. That's
0: right. what you do. Yep,
1: and it comes up later.
0: Yeah, great job.
1: <clears throat> 50-year-old Lockport resident, Dennis Foley, volunteered for the safety patrol with the Will County Sheriff's Office. He was widowed with five grown children and still worked, you know, for a little while. Yeah. He had been working as an auxiliary officer with the Will County Sheriff's for about four years. Okay. And uh, he also worked as a part-time police dispatcher. No, that's the other one. Sorry. Uh, On July 15th, 1968, he was working with 22-year-old Stephen Mayer. Uh, Stephen had recently gotten married, like within the last month. Yeah. Was the son of a sheriff and was studying criminal justice at Juliet Junior College. Wow. <laughs> he was full time Which was down the street mm-hmm, from us. Full time at Service Merchandise. Do you remember that place?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: And wow. he he was the part time police dispatcher for Willow okay. Springs.
0: Oh, really? Which was
1: one of the first towns I worked for.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so it was not super uncommon for auxiliary officers to encounter and help stranded motorists. This yeah. was essentially their job. That,
0: I was just going to say yeah. that's pretty much their job. So
1: they, so police didn't have to, you know, deal with stop it. what they, they can, were doing. Yeah,
0: right. they can deal with the crime right. when the bullshit calls, or <clears throat> I shouldn't say bullshit calls, but like the non-emergency calls. Right. That's what the auxiliary and ESDA would deal with, too.
1: So at 3 a.m., the officers were flagged down by a man in the road in Homer Township. They assumed that the man was a broken-down motorist, so they stopped to help. Will County Sheriff's Deputy Pat Lombardo was on patrol that night. He said, quote, I was in my squad, and I heard someone calling for help. Car 301A. I started heading north, at which time I heard somebody say, send help, please. Whoa. Um, he then tried to get a hold of County to let them know that this car was trying to get a hold of him. Um, And he said, so myself, Deputy Peterson, and Sergeant Dixon started moving towards Homer Township. Yeah. Multiple deputies were arriving on scene. Will County Sheriff Sergeant Sigurd Hemvik, I believe. I tried to practice that. Yeah. Arrived on scene to find Dennis Foley on the ground by the passenger side of his squad car. Another deputy was performing life-saving measures. South of the car, in a ditch, was Stephen Mayer. He had been shot multiple times. Both men's wallets and guns were missing. Dennis had been shot five times in the face and abdomen with one shot directly to his mouth.
0: Oh my god.
1: He then played dead, hoping the shooter wouldn't come back and shoot him again. Yeah. On the west side of the squad was a small red Chevette that had been backed into the entrance of a farm field. This car belonged to 33-year-old Richard Dewey Pollen. Him and 25-year-old Kathy Norwood had gone to the area hoping to get some alone time. They, uh, Lombardo saw... No, not the head, head vic guy. Um, saw Dewey dead in the back seat. He had been shot in the, uh, the chest, the abdomen, and what appeared to be his lip. Ooh. Kathy was in the grass just past the passenger door. Yeah. She had been shot in the back, the chest, and the throat. Jesus. Sergeant Lombardo was on his way to the auxil- to the auxiliary cops call for help when he saw a woman covered in blood running towards him, um, or excuse me, running towards homes on State Street. Oh my God. Twenty one year old Laura Troutman said she had been shot, and her boyfriend, twenty four year old George Keel, had also been shot and had crashed his uh, Chevy Suburban station wagon. She led Lombardo to a bean field about 50 yards away. George was obviously dead in the front seat. Laura said that the two had been out with friends, and while on the ride home, they saw a clean-cut white man who appeared to be in distress running down the dark road towards them.
0: Yeah. Hang on. Man, this is getting good.
1: Yeah. Uh, George slowed down along 147th when several shots rang out. George was fatally hit immediately, and Laura was hit in the left shoulder and the abdomen. Wow. While the deputies were tending to Laura, she kept saying, quote, please don't shoot me. She claimed her and George had been shot by a Will County Sheriff. Lombardo said Laura briefly mentioned being flagged down by what she thought was an officer yeah. and then being shot by said officer. Uh, Will County Sheriff's Chief Deputy, Ted Kelly, told reporters they speculated robbery to be the motive saying, quote, we don't know what other motive there, there could be. They estimated that the entire incident that led to the three separate crime scenes, the officers, the Shvek, yeah. and the, the field, lasted no more than 15 minutes.
0: Whoa. And described
1: the murder site as, quote, pretty, pretty gruesome and, quote, is still sketchy. Man. Joliet newspaper gave descriptions for two shooting suspects, one white, very strongly resembling Stephen Mayer, the mm. officer, mm-hmm. who they began to speculate might have been running down the street, and that's who she saw.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: the other one was a black male in his mid-30s with short hair. Will County immediately offered a $1,000 reward for any information leading to the arrest, which caused two witnesses to soon come forward, Daniel Birmingham and Bert Thompson. Now, they said that they had been walking along 143rd Street when they heard sirens. Yeah. Their timeline was a little off, but they said it was just loud and it was one siren. Right. Now, this was actually uh, Dennis Foley turning his siren on because he was trying to explain to dispatchers where he was and they couldn't understand him because he had been shot in the mouth. Oh. So, they told him to turn his siren on. Yeah, so they could. So, they could find him. Yep, yep. Uh, A minute after they heard the siren, a dark truck sped past them. They couldn't get a plate number, but noticed it had a cap on the back.
0: Hmm.
1: Police couldn't find any connection between the victims or a motive other than what they thought was robbery. But they were able to find impressions of a pair of Converse All-Stars all over the scene with the officers. There were no other distinct prints seen. Underneath Stephen Mayer's body police found a sales receipt that looked like it was in good condition, like it was newer. It was to a Joliet area fish and bait shop called Walt's Tackle Shop. The receipt had a name on it. Oh. Sam Myers. Milton's stepdad. Less than 13 hours later...
0: This guy did not think it through.
1: No, a canoeist, which I didn't know there was a term for that, found two wallets along the DuPage River in Shorewood.
0: Damn!
1: Uh, it was close to almost underneath an I eighty overpass, so I you can picture it mm-hmm. right where the fucking river goes under it. Yeah. Uh, they also found a purse. The wallets belonged to both officers, and the purse belonged to Kathy. This was roughly twenty five minutes from the crime scene, and shortly after that, seventy five firemen from local towns, Rockdale, Troy, yeah, <laughs> Joliet. They uh, dragged the river, but really didn't find anything else.
0: Right, right.
1: Now, Dennis Foley remained in critical condition at Silver Cross Hospital, but was able to relay that they had stopped to help a stranded motorist. George's grandmother told the paper that crime was spiraling, and she was afraid of people taking things into their own hands, saying, quote, I try to be a Christian woman, but I have evil thoughts when I think about this. It's really sad. It's horrid. On July 17th, 1983, so this is like the same day, Yeah. uh, Ray Tussock left his home at 5 a.m. He was on his way to go fishing with a friend in Kankakee, and they were supposed to meet at about 6 a.m. Kankakee. Kankakee. Now, he was traveling on 55, Mm -hmm. the highway. There's a part um, going into Kankakee where 55 kind of dips, yeah, which we know exactly where that is because it's right. on the way to Mom's. <laughs> right. Um, when he thought he saw a hand coming from weeds on the side of the what? road, what? And he thought and don't tell, saw...
0: don't don't even say he thought it was a mannequin. No,
1: no, no. no. <laughs> he thought he was seeing things, but oh, then got it. was like, okay, if I don't go back and look. I'm going to think about it I'm going to be an like, asshole. I'm and... not going to be able to fish and yeah. enjoy myself fishing if I just don't go back and look and make right. sure that I'm fucking crazy. You right. Know? So he goes back and ends up finding a girl oh by the name God. of Patricia Payne. Her and her 18-year-old boyfriend, Anthony Hackett, were from Amden, Illinois.
0: Never heard of Uh
1: that. It's closer to like Springfield-ish. Okay. So they had spent the day at Great America. Mm-hmm. And he had bought a Tasmanian devil stuffed animal. Yeah. And had the I believe it was Tasmanian devil, and had the receipt in his wallet. Okay. That, that comes back later. Yeah. So now, it's about a three-hour drive for them. Yeah. From Great America. But it was going to be longer because they ended up getting lost on the way home and ended up in Chicago. So in
0: Great America, in Illinois, is in Gurney, Illinois, which is in Lake County. So it's like it's right on... Close. No, it's not close to us. It's on the border of Wisconsin and Illinois.
1: Like what, 20 minutes maybe?
0: Yeah, Because the Renaissance
1: Fair is Bristol, Wisconsin, and it's right there. And it's it's right right there, there. yeah. Yeah. So they finally found their way to 55 and got close to the area and decided that they were going to pull over to take a nap. Anthony went to sleep in the front seat. Patricia went to sleep in the back. Oh, they didn't want
0: a spoon? I
1: know. I was like, wait. What kind of car were you in?
0: Yeah, right. Like, I'd, I'd be... I mean... Oh. Both of us are big, and I'd be spooning you. I,
1: and I'd be like, get, the f- get off.
0: <laughs> You're hot and sweaty and no fans in the
1: car. Like, right. get off. Fuck. <laughs> so at one thirty, she heard a tap on the window, immediately followed by gunfire. Anthony was shot and killed. Immediately. Wow. The man uh, got in the car and demanded Anthony's wallet and her purse and then made Patricia crawl on her belly to his pickup truck. He uh, he told her to get inside the truck, get on the floor, and close her eyes. She tried to catch glimpses of his face, though, which she did. While they were driving, he sexually assaulted her.
0: <clears throat> I, I think, just putting it out there, I think robbery was just a cover-up for the sexual assault. Yeah, it usually is. Yeah, I, I think he was just...
1: Because he would shoot the men to get to the girls. Yeah, he yeah. was
0: a sexual predator. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think the robbery was just to throw, try to throw the yeah. cops off.
1: Um Now, he was seen after a robbery gambling with money. But I think that was just kind of incidental. Yeah. So, after 10 minutes, though, he pulled over and forced her to perform oral sex on him. And then raped her. Jeez. After an hour... Driving around again, he pulled over to gag her and blindfold her, then started driving again. About 10 minutes after that, he pulled over, pulled her out, stabbed her in the chest. She passed out, and he left her in the weeds. <clears throat> oh my
0: God, this dude.
1: So this guy found her.
0: Yeah. Flagged on Thank another God. Yeah,
1: flagged down another motorist who stopped and was like, what do you need? And he's like... I- on this girl. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't don't know know what to fucking do with her. (laughs) Right,
0: what what the fuck do we do? So
1: they ended up driving her to uh, Wilmington Police Department where they were speeding. So one guy had her in the car. The other guy went ahead and sped quicker than the guy with the car Mm -hmm. to get pulled over. So they had a cop try to pull him over and he didn't pull over. He just kept going straight to the police department.
0: So like a police chase Mm -hmm. ensued?
1: Yep. So when the paramedics got there, she was in complete cardiac arrest. She had no pulse. She had she was not breathing. Wow. They were able to resuscitate her.
0: No way.
1: She lived.
0: Wow.
1: She was That's able <clears throat> to describe the man and said that she would be able to identify him by his gravelly voice and his obscene body odor.
0: Oh, bleh.
1: How stinky are you, my dude?
0: Oh my god, dude! So, side Ugh. note, okay. Shower.
1: When you smell like that,
0: right? <laughs>
1: okay. If I can smell you, how come you can't smell you? Right. Like,
0: and how many times do I, am, am I like, babe? I stink, and you like, don't. And I, but I can smell myself.
1: Right. Well, and that's okay. So. Again, I ask. If I can smell you, why can't you? Why can't why you? Why can't you smell you? Yeah. I don't I don't understand that.
0: If it's a bad odor coming from you, mm. the, sir, bathe.
1: It bothers me.
0: It's disgusting. Like, when you sit You're down a in a, a chair. you a disgusting animal.
1: Right. You sit down in a chair and it's like a... Pfft, comes up and hits you in the face. Yeah. Because it's hitting me in the face. It's got to right. hit you and in the face. It smells
0: like bad asshole.
1: Uh, what is... What does she say? Uh. Debussy? De Dick, balls, and pussy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard something summed up so great in oh, my I life. I know. Um, I know. It's like when you walk into your, everybody's house has like a, a smell. A smell, yeah. What does your smell like? And it's, how it's does gotta it not. It's got to be
0: terrible. It's got to smell like ass. Like,
1: how is it? How are you not walking into a literal brick wall when mm-hmm. you walk into your house? Right. And then I have to question, does your wife smell as bad? Because if she's not telling you that you smell.
0: Oh, my God. She's She's, not noticing
1: it. So she's got to smell.
0: She's got to smell, too. Just as bad or worse.
1: Yeah. So then you're like, all right, it's a match made in heaven. Because if you did smell, I would tell you.
0: If you smelled, I would tell you.
1: All of my friends, I would tell them. They would tell me. Yeah. Hey. Stinky. Come on.
0: Wipe your butt a little we bit better. We used batter.
1: to tell Jax all the time. Ta- Do you want to yeah. be the stinky kid in class? I, that's
0: what I would tell him. Like, dude, wipe your butt no. better.
1: Yeah. yeah, Please. A little more toilet
0: paper. Right.
1: A little more force. Right. Come on. <laughs> right. Be the bear on the commercial.
0: Get your fingers up there a little bit. I
1: just don't. I don't. When mm, when you can be identified by, by a blindfolded smell. person, uh, by your smell.
0: Yeah. That's pretty bad mm. and embarrassing.
1: Yeah. I, okay. There's my.
0: <laughs> PSA for the. There's my PSA
1: for, yeah. Um, I just, babe, I just can't. <laughs>
0: smelly people.
1: I can't, uh, <laughs> What are you going to do? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I don't, I don't know. I can't do it. Ah. <sighs> So, Milton then took kind of a cool-down period. For in how long? A month. Okay. <laughs> a month. Um cool-down? On August 20th, 1983, there was a ceramic shop in Joliet on East Cass Street. Yeah. Um, now, the owner, <clears throat> excuse me, Maryland Bears, I believe, had just opened another shop also close to the area, you know? And her son was running that check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, her son was known to have a drug problem. Okay. Liked a little cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine and little hookers. Little blow. Cocaine little
0: and blow. hookers. Little blow. Sniffing it off the butthole.
1: Uh, so the guy at work, there's a guy at work who changed oil today. Uh, he just got back from Miami. Yeah. And I was like, Miami. Wait. I said, what'd you do in Miami? Dude didn't even skip a beat. He's like, cocaine and hookers. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop well, it.
0: if I was his age, I'd be doing that too. Babe,
1: the the quickness at which he comes back with things just
0: <laughs> it makes you wonder. Blows
1: my fucking mind.
0: It makes you wonder if like that's actually I, the truth.
1: I stopped and I looked at him. I'm like,
0: did you? Because he kind of looks like it. I'm not gonna lie.
1: This poor little boy was just. <laughs> I mean, he was clean cut. Mm-hmm. Little Bible beater. Yep.
0: God, we oh, you guys we ruined him. him. Yep.
1: Oh God, we ruined him.
0: Yeah, you yeah. changed him. Quick.
1: Yeah. And then today, I don't know. He said something and I about peed my pants because he just didn't even it just turn right around. Didn't
0: even skip a beat.
1: Didn't even skip a beat and was yeah. like, wouldn't you like that princess? I was like, Ooh. <laughs> Wasn't talking to me, obviously. Right. <laughs> um so the victims in this uh ceramic shop were Marilyn Bears 45, Barbara Dunbar who was 38, Anna Ryan who was 75, oh. and Ryan's daughter-in-law Pamela. The four women were stabbed a combined total of 43 fucking times. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's um,
0: that's so personal.
1: Yeah. I yeah. And this was the one. He you know, he he did rob them and he was seen Shortly after that, um, at a a casino gambling with 500 fucking dollars, which obviously he wouldn't have that on his own. Right. But what causes you to go into a fucking ceramic shop? Right. A ceramic. And
0: stab everyone. Yes. Just Just, fucking kill everyone. With a knife. Oh, dude. But then,
1: like, I do wonder... And I'm not victim-shaming in any way, shape, or form, so please don't think that. How'd you stab four of them? You can't stab two at the same time.
0: Yeah. I mean...
1: He wasn't a small dude, though. Were
0: they all in shock? I don't... Or I mean, it could be they,
1: scared, I Yeah, mean,
0: not knowing what to do, yeah, trying to he, find a way out. I,
1: I don't know what size they were, but, I mean, he was kind of a bigger dude but kind of a heftier yeah. guy. But, you I know... 5'8 uh, to 5'10,
0: 200 pounds. 200 that's, plus pounds, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a bigger just, guy.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, <clears throat> they end up... At some point now, they're kind of on Milton's trail here yeah. at this point. They end they're up... They're on his scent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, they end up going to... Samuel Myers' home, his parents' home, and they start questioning the parents and everything because they have this receipt and they have this rifle and they have all this stuff pointing to him. Um, He, you know, his parents are like, "No, he didn't. He was home. He didn't. He didn't do it." Oh, fuck
0: you guys! And
1: then his stepdad hid the truck.
0: What a dick!
1: Mm -hmm. Hid the truck.
0: What a dick!
1: Do you want to know what didn't happen while the truck was hidden? Hmm. Nobody died. Mm -hmm. Nobody died. Mm-hmm. Then he gets the truck back, boom, kills four women in a fucking ceramic oh shop. Oh my God, yep. Yeah. So he kind of laid low for a little bit. Um, the police did a few searches of the home and really didn't have any probable cause, didn't really find anything yeah. at first until one detective grabbed a piece of fucking paper Yeah. and it turned out to be the receipt for the stuffed animal. That the dude bought at Great America. Oh, at Great America. At
0: Great America.
1: Mm-hmm. So, because of that, in March of 1984, uh, Milton Johnson was arrested for the Hackett murder, for his wow. murder. Wow. Um, now, something else that helped.
0: What about the license plate?
1: And Shoemaker. Yeah. Heard of all of these murders and the truck with the cap on it. Yeah. And went to police and said, Good. hey. Good. I have this fucking license plate. Listen to my story. Yeah. They told the story. You know, she told them the story. They ran the plate, registered to Sam Myers. Yup. That's how, that's a. Oh, so a wow. receipt and a license plate.
0: Dude, that's insane.
1: I hoard paperwork for a fucking reason.
0: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But to write down the license plate and was And she kept it genius. in her purse.
1: Six months she kept it that, in her purse. That's genius. Because she didn't go to police until February of nineteen eighty four. Wow. Yep. She kept it in her purse the whole time.
0: Good for her. hmm And why what a would smart good Why girl. would he
1: keep the fucking receipt for a stuffed animal? A trophy? I mean I keep receipts, I scan them.
0: But a trophy is all I can think that's, of. That
1: was his fucking demise. That fucking receipt. That's what allowed them to get probable cause to get the fucking arrest. Warrant. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: That's insane.
1: So he ended up going on trial for the murder, was found guilty. Yeah. And then was subsequently tried and convicted for all four murders from the Joliet Ceramic
0: shop. Good. Good.
1: He was sentenced to death.
0: Well, when we had the death penalty yeah. in
1: 2003, Illinois Governor George Ryan uh, granted numerous death row inmates uh, a sentence. I, they commute he commuted his sentence because I, I don't know how to say that word uh, from death to life in prison.
0: Fucking asshole.
1: Johnson was one of those murderers.
0: Oh my god, you're killing me, babe.
1: I would have fucking transferred him out of Illinois first. I yeah. I would have transferred him right out of fucking Illinois. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Governor now,
0: Ryan, what a fucking asshole.
1: He was only convicted of five murders. Yeah. But he is obviously suspected in 14.
0: 14, yeah. Because
1: he was not arrested for the shooting of the police officers. Right. Or he was not charged, excuse me, for the shooting of the police officers or Terry Lynn and Ken.
0: Yeah. Or...
1: The two with the police officers.
0: That's right.
1: So there, there right. was still quite a few murders that he was never charged with. Which
0: I get. I get, but you already got him for life, so. Which,
1: I mean, so I get the state's perspective that they're like, we're not going to spend all this money to do a trial. Right. But then for the family, like, y- I feel you like you would some need some closure,
0: that. yeah. You would want I would. that. I, yeah. I would. I know I would. That would be closure to me.
1: He, he murdered and set on fire and put these two elderly women yeah in the position that they were in for shock value to be found that way and that he didn't get charged with their murders
0: yeah that's kind of bullshit
1: can't you just charge him yeah you don't have to try him but like make a point and charge him right you know what i mean i think that that would fucking drive me nuts
0: it, it would drive me nuts. I Just, That would be I mean, closure to me.
1: Well, like I'm saying, like you don't have to try him, you know.
0: But at least charge him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there were a few um, other ones that he was suspected in. Uh, 40-year-old Ralph Dixon and 25-year-old Crystal Knight uh, were bound and had their throats slashed. Um, and then there was anna johnson on august 25th who is 82 years old he's suspected in those there's not a lot of details about those i couldn't find a lot you know yeah um so he ended up like i said getting arrested on march 9th he was visiting his parole officer
0: when they picked him up yeah
1: he got charged with aggravated aggravated battery and deviant sexual assault um in the rape of um uh anthony hackett's fiance the one who could pick him up by his phone yeah So she ended up looking at over a thousand pictures in a photo lineup. Whoa! And picked him out, which was insane because wow, yeah, because she didn't really see his face. Yeah. So she said, you know, I'm pretty sure it was him, but I can give you a definite once I hear his voice. Mm -hmm. So they put him in like an actual like. Line-up, Line up, yeah, and where she, they would have to speak. Yeah, she picked him out by his voice after they were all made to say things that he had said to her. Yeah. And then they, they offered so graciously to uh, allow her to smell him.
0: Oh, my God. To, to make sure. That would bring back, like, oh just god! horror Your fucking, fucking
1: smell is so attached to yeah. everything, you know? Yeah. So, in September of 84, he was convicted of all the charges in the Hackett case. And then uh, went to trial again on January 20... Or excuse me, in January of 86. And it only took five days for them to send him to death.
0: <laughs> so Only five days.
1: He ended up being sent to the Menard Correctional Center in Chester, Illinois. Yeah. And as of the last update on him, which was in August, he remains on death row. But there's no There's no death, death penalty. row. So yeah, he there, remains in there is no life penalty. in prison on... You know. Mm
0: -hmm. So where is he still at? at He's at Menard Menard
1: Correctional Center in Chester, Illinois. Oh, what a piece of shit! Mm -hmm. And his his mom just the whole time. Yep.
0: I'm sorry, mom, but your Mm -hmm. son is a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. This is evil. It's it's pure evil. This is
1: evil. It's pure evil. There's no. There's no mental illness. No. There was no, like, there was not even a suspicion of mental illness. I went through as many court documents as I would I could find. And there, I mean, there wasn't a ton. Yeah. But not a single solitary court document mentioned mental having a psyche eval on him. No. To see if he was fit for trial it's just... or anything along those lines. There was no type of psychiatric evaluation ever done on him that I could find.
0: People like this just want to do harm mm-hmm. to others mm-hmm. and cause chaos.
1: And that's, he just, it, it was sadistic.
0: It, Yeah, it absolutely was. He
1: fucking grabs a cigarette lighter and burns somebody's vagina with it.
0: A nut job. Oh my God. A nut job does that. Yeah,
1: there's no other, there's no other fucking way. I, I just, ugh. Yeah. So... That is, uh, the story of... Man, what Litton a story. Johnson.
0: Yeah. What a story.
1: Isn't that fucked up?
0: That kept me in suspense. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting for this one.
1: I thought you'd like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, yeah.
0: how fucking he terrible. such a
1: fucking back too. And, you know, in Illinois, if you get convicted of murder, it's an automatic appeal. Yeah. And he, he fucking, he tried to appeal it.
0: Fuck you, sir. Yeah.
1: My dude. Get fucked. Mm-hmm. I mean you didn't even get like oh my god. It just I can't I don't get it. I don't get no, it.
0: I don't get it either. Yeah. No. Well, I uh I hope you guys enjoyed this one too. I know it was kind of graphic and everything, yeah. but um an interesting case and it just it kinda baffles me again that it wasn't bigger than yes. what it was. There's yes. There's just not a lot of info on it.
1: No. And you know what? I didn't really... I haven't had time to really talk to anybody who would have remembered it. Yeah, but
0: you did a lot of digging. And I even did a little bit. And there's there's not... There's nothing. No. There's not much on it. Yeah. I wonder if like... And this guy terrorized Joliet.
1: In two months. Yeah. It was literally from June to August. Yeah. So I wonder if our parents remember it. Yeah. I yeah, wonder if your wonder dad had if, I wonder to do with I it.
0: wonder if my dad d- did. Yeah. I'm going to ask him. Yeah. I kind of want to know. Yeah. I'm going to ask him. Yeah. And we'll we'll let you guys know. He looks like a big old doofus too. Like Yeah, he does.
1: Yeah. Oh, he definitely does.
0: So, but uh I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um our next episode will be a Patreon exclusive yeah. it'll be Natalie Holloway. Just for you. Yes. So I'm looking forward to I've been, that.
1: I've been starting to do a little digging. Yeah, man, there's some stuff I didn't know.
0: Ooh, then I didn't know.
1: Like more like recent-ish.
0: Yeah, then I didn't know. I
1: know her mom dated John dad.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. is fucking
1: weird? That's not. I mean, it's not weird. I guess I shouldn't say that.
0: But... No that that is weird. Yeah. I
1: don't that know.
0: is weird.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, there's some stuff I, that I didn't know that I just found out. Yeah. So it'll be, a, it'll be
0: interesting. It'll be a doozy. So, guys, mm-hmm. join up our uh, Patreon. Join the family. But um, thank you guys again for listening. You know, whatever platform you listen to us on, hit that five-star liking. Please like, share, follow. I probably, I think I said that backwards. That's nah, all right. Yeah. Whatever. But, um. Yeah. You're backwards. I'm backwards today. I was right. off my game, so. I'm but my sorry. vape is the problem. Yeah, your vape, mm. right, your vape. God
1: damn it! Oh my fucking god! That's that's for uh, <laughs> that's for JP.
0: That's for JP. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Uh, like I said, our next episode will be Patreon exclusive. So sign up if you want to listen to it. Any tier that you sign up, you get that bonus episode, and it is ad free. All the episodes are ad free. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about all our business today. I think so? Yeah, think so. Good job, baby.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get Nellie Holloway done quick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cause this so. one kind of took a little bit. I couldn't with, find anything. Yeah, with the digging, it it, it took a little while. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.